0: Welcome to the Birds Out View podcast. I'm Jeff McLean of the Philadelphia Inquirer, Daily News, and Philly.com. Here along with Zach Berman and special guest Les Bowen. And guys, Tuesday after the loss to the Buccaneers, and there's a lot of stories we talk about. Number one, since we haven't talked about it since it was announced, Carson Wentz is the quarterback. Uh, We'll get to the other issues in a little bit, but he's been cleared by the Eagles, by the medical staff, and he'll start against the Colts on Sunday. Uh, Les, I'll start with you, since you're our special guest. Um, I mean, it's no, it's no secret that uh, he was going to play at some point. Um, number
1: one, what kind of difference will he make on the field, do you think, with, uh, with him back in the huddle? Well, that's going to be fascinating, Jeff. Uh, you Certainly you'll see somebody who commands the field a little better than Nick Foles does, I think, gets to the options a little quicker, things like that, but physically is, is what we're all really interested in. Uh, Mike Groh today, the Eagles offensive coordinator, was talking about how you know, Carson didn't play in the preseason. He hasn't played since December 10th. It was the last time he was in a game. He's, and I talked to some doctors yesterday, and you know, it's, you're not going to just snap your fingers and have the MVP Carson Wentz out there. It's, it's unclear how much he'll be able to move around how skittish he might be about getting hit. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of hurdles have to be crossed here, and I'm not sure if fans are expecting you know, some extraordinary uh, offense-saving uh, production from him this week. Uh, they might be a little disappointed.
2: I'm, I'm conflicted on this because, on one hand, I, I say it's not like he hasn't picked up a football in these right. past nine months. He's been doing everything that a quarterback does – for essentially two months now, going back to the beginning of training camp. I mean, it's not like he's going to get hit in practice. So he just didn't play in the preseason. Now, he didn't play toward the end of last year. In terms of the health of the knee, i got to imagine that it's where the doctors wanted. Otherwise, he wouldn't get the clearance. Right. So. Perhaps there is Russ, but I think more than anything else, it's not the injury that's going to hurt him. It's the lack of personnel. It's that he doesn't have Alshon Jeffrey. 2016 Carson Wentz was a lot different than 2017 Carson Wentz, and maybe that's because of the improvements from year one to year two. I think a lot of that has to do with the talent around him.
0: Yeah, and and I think look, as you know, we've all said that he isn't going to be a savior. A Superman's going to come in and save this team right now. There's so many injuries that they have. Um, I agree with you. I don't think the issue is going to be Carson coming back from the injury. It's going to be the fact that he doesn't have guys to throw to. And now we know for a fact that Mike Wallace has a broken fibula. He's not going to be uh, out there on the field for at least four weeks is my guess. could be even longer than that. Interesting that they didn't put him on IR, though. Right, they didn't put him on IR, so they must think that he's going to be back at some point. But they released DeAndre Carter to make room for Josh Adams. We'll get to that in a moment. They only have three healthy wide
1: receivers, Nelson Aguilar, Shelton Gibson, and Kamar Aiken. My guess is that that's changes. scary. Yeah, something's got to happen here yeah. with that. I, either Alshon Jeffrey is much much closer than Doug Peterson indicated yesterday when he called him weak. I think eat. he's back. I think he's back after the Colts. From my from my understanding. So what are they? Or they're going to the, do something? Well, Josh week. Perkins can can
0: fill in as yeah. a fourth receiver. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then you're going to go. Yeah. But I, I, so think, I, I think I think we're going to I think we're finally going to see a lot of Dallas Goddard. They're going to have plays designed. They're going to have 12, a lot of twelve
2: personnel. So if if you had to guess, is there a new receiver on the team someday?
1: No, I don't. I don't, don't think, think so. so. I don't think. What about you? If Sproles mm-hmm. come, I would. I guess no. But is Sproles going to be back? You can put Sproles in the slot. You know? yeah, he won't be back uh, because Josh Adams. They brought him up. That could be but about a Jai. That Ajayi could though. be about a In fact, yeah. I think Mike Grove might have kind of indicated. That. Well,
0: I think that's probably about both. And a and hamstring yeah. injury. I mean, I mean, it didn't happen in the game. It happened on a Wednesday. Right. And they declared so, him out. He wasn't questionable. He right. Was he was nowhere to be seen. Yeah. I think both running backs are going to be out. They had they okay. needed three guys, but but to get back to Carson real, real quickly, uh, and I just want to chime in a little bit. Like you know, and I've been big on this. I just think that what he's going to bring. And if you watch the film from from Nick in the first mm-hmm. two games, and I don't. Everyone keeps thinking I'm killing Nick. I mean, he did a great job of winning the Super Bowl from that'll never ever be taken away from him. But there's just certain things that he can't do that Carson can do. Sure. And, I, and I'm not sure how much leeway they give him in terms of giving him the playbook at the line of scrimmage. But he never ever checks out of a play and Carson has that ability. He can read a defense pre-snap and say, okay, i got to get us to a better play. Now, they don't give him the full playbook. They give him a couple runs. They give him a couple passes, whatever. But that's going to help him. There were plays there where Nick would drop back, and he'd have nothing. Okay? And sometimes that's because of the personality he has. But a lot of times it's because he he didn't – Doug called a bad play, and they got him in a bad play. I mean, there was one time when he got sacked. It was seven guys blocking four rushers. I mean, like, you're never going to have a success throwing the ball downfield on a play like that. Now, they're probably anticipating blitzing there, but Nick needs to pick that up and get them out of that play. Yeah. So, so I think Carson's going to help him in, that, in so, that way. So let me ask you Aside this, from the skill set and all the yeah. other reasons why he's Carson.
2: I'll, I'll ask both of you. There's a scenario in Sunday's game where Malik Hooker comes in on a blitz, hypothetically, and he's running right at Carson. Is Carson skittish? Because like, I, I think the athleticism for Carson is going to be there. My question, though, is the mental hurdle of getting hit. No, I think okay, the better
0: question you, is, is Carson going to dial back the aggressiveness?
2: Okay, yeah. So the, so I don't it, think it, he's
0: going to be skittish mentally well. I, don't th- I think he's over that obstacle. I, don't th- I just so, – he, so he's just a super he's, confident guy.
2: All right, so 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 the the problem is, he's
0: too confident. Is he going to be like, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a spin out of that. I'm going to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's 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 my point. Is is
2: he going to do that? Skittish?
0: That's not skittish.
2: Well, no. Is he going to try to extend that play, or is he going to live for the next play? If 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 there's someone coming in there, is he going to try to
1: elude his spin? He's going to be Carson. I think, think especially in the first game back, he's going to want to make a point, and whether they want him to or not, I think they're going to be on the sidelines gritting their teeth. It's going to be like that day in training camp when we were all so amazed. with yeah. he turned everything into a sprint out he to the sideline and was like showing us that showing, he them, was too, yeah. Yeah. showing them too. Yeah, and uh, I think it, I think he'll want to you know run over people. Well, right? I don't think that's a problem. I think he's still got to do that.
0: I yeah. think the stuff that he's to dial back is the running downfield and diving forward and not sliding. Right. The, taking on tacklers, that goal line dive. like That's the stuff you got to get rid of, and I think he'll get rid of that. It's the other stuff, the movement in the pocket, the extended plays, running downfield and sliding is fine. You're not going to get touched if you do that. He's just got to be smart about the way he
2: plays. Okay. Yeah, that, I mean, that's what I'm curious to see because I think all the physical tools are going to be there. I actually think that – and I'm going to be writing about this, this this weekend. We've been focusing so much on the recovery from the injury. He's still – so young in his career there's going to be a a, a big step from year 2 to yeah. year 3 like you often see from a young quarterback um that i think we can even see a better carson he, wentz this year
0: he's been better and so, when we've seen him he's been better in yeah. practice than he was in 2007
2: so, so it's it's that mental hurdle that i'm curious about because there's only he knows that
1: yeah yeah i i can't imagine that he's not going to have a a really good year if he's healthy i mean i think he's put so much into this and he's so dedicated, and and you know it, it's it's almost inconceivable that he's going to come out there and and not be, uh, you know, just because he's got this knee brace on that that he's not going to continue his progression. Uh,
0: I, I should point out though, what happens again, just to be kind of Debbie Downing here. If he gets hurt. If Peters yeah. doesn't play on Sunday. If Peters mm-hmm. starts to become an issue. If you know, the receivers aren't helping them right. out as much. Yeah. I mean, the, you, even when you get Alshon, you're not going to have a guy that can blow the, the lid off the top because Mike Wallace at least isn't going to be here yeah. for a little while. So, I mean, I mean, I think Nelson can do that. I think we'll see a little more of Nelson outside. We have. He's, yeah. It's been more like a 60-40 split these first two games. Mm-hmm. Nelson has, you know, some, he was asked, someone asked him about that. Uh, Were you there for that? And he took a little umbrage with, with the question. He's like, I think, can I I think run? He's like, yeah. yeah, can I run? I think people know I can run. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I think you take a little bit away from him when you put him on the outside, but it, it's fair to question, you know, because we saw Carson couldn't beat Carson in 2016 because he had DGB on the one side, exactly. and he had Nelson on the other side on the outside. Now and big,
2: Halepulavati, Vitae, a right tackle. Right. A rookie Vitae, yeah.
0: Right. Now, they had Vitae for a bunch of games last year, last year with Carson, a quarterback, yeah. and this, that was the bad Vitae. That wasn't the Vitae we saw towards the end of the season and in the playoffs. So Carson's better. I think Carson's going to be able to uh, you know, make up for some of what they're lacking in the personnel department. So but, you think
2: Carson saves the day?
0: I mean, I, th- I, think th- I think this is a good team. I think the defense is good. I think last week was a little bit of an anomaly in terms of how they played Sunday in terms of giving up those two t- long touchdowns. This is a playoff team. I thought they were going to get hot in the second half of the season. So yeah. they may lose another one here over the next three or four games, but I think at some point will get going. All right, let's switch, let's switch over to the running backs because that's an issue as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we mentioned it briefly. Josh, uh, Josh Adams has been signed up the practice squad. He's now on the 53-man roster, which means that I think Darren Sproles is going to be out and also Jay Jai. and Jay was kind of indicating after the game that he's got to get himself right. So you have Corey Clement, Wendell Smallwood, and Josh Adams as your three running backs. Is that a problem?
2: Well, it's not a problem if Corey Clement is taking the majority of the snaps. Yeah.
1: Which didn't happen last year. Uh,
2: exactly. Week. <laughs> I, I, I'm more and more impressed with Corey Kahn every game I watch yeah. him. And it was that way last year through the postseason and this year. It just seems when when the ball's in his hands, something good happens. Um, both running the ball and catching. He caught, what, five or six targets? And returning punts. Yeah. Yeah. So that's – I mean, he had
0: a 43-yard punt brought back by – not a block helped him. But.
2: So I think in that situation, make him as close to a featured back as you can. Um,
0: Me too. It, I don't think ultimately that's
1: his – that's his role. No, but if the
2: if, if if your other options but if Wendell it's Josh Smallwood, Josh Adams
1: and Wendell Smallwood, yeah. I think, and I, especially if you're talking about blitz pickup, which is a big deal with the Eagles and in the running backs, I would much rather have Clement out there than Smallwood or a rookie. Then we don't know if Josh Adams has any clue whatsoever about picking up the blitz. So that means you're going to see. It means we're going to see a little more
0: Smallwood on first and second down, which is a little dicey. Yeah. I mean, he can get the job done, but there are a couple of runs when you when you rewatch the coaches film where he just wasn't hitting the hole. That one to the left, it was terrible. Yeah. Well, there was one where he just ran right into JPP. I mean, there was yeah. a hole. I mean, it wasn't a big hole, but he could have just plowed forward for three or four yards. Again, instead, was for no gain. Um, they like Josh Adams. Maybe he can give him something. I'm not so sure about that. But and,
2: and the shame, in it, it, and Les mentioned this, this is a week when you can really use Sproles. Oh yeah. You know, catching the ball. So that's that's uh, yeah.
0: I mean, you know, so already the two guys, the two old guys on offense are hurt. Yeah. Josh, right. excuse me, Jason Peters and Darren Sproles, the guys who came back from ma- major injury last year. It's something to monitor. These guys are 34 and 36 years old. Absolutely. And on the other side of the ball, which I may, may as well jump ahead uh, to, um, you know, you got 33 and 32-year-old defensive ends, and there wasn't much pressure. And I don't think that was a big problem in this game against the Bucs. Um, but – you do have to wonder what you know whether the, some of the, you know some of the moves they made this offseason I mean Halodi Nada played 34 snaps and had just an a, a assisted tackle right he was kind of absent from the game yep.
1: um I don't think the D line was the issue I mean but, you, but you got hitched on a bigger target bigger topic though uh, last year we talked about how it just seemed like every guy they brought in miraculously helped and it was a great right I was just yeah. kind of alluding to and that and this isn't this doesn't look like that I mean they, they, you've already seen what's happened the receivers they brought in uh, you don't see a whole lot out of uh, out of Nada or Michael Bennett yet. Uh, Bennett's played well. When, I mean, I, I'm kind of yeah. getting
0: ahead of myself here because um, I wanted to end with him. But let's just talk about him. Um, you know, he played the least amount of snaps in Sunday's game, but with the four defensive ends. Now it wasn't like a, mm-hmm. a great disparity, um, and he's not starting. It's Barnett and, and Brandy Graham, and between them, they have not neither of them have a sack, right? Right. Of course, Bennett doesn't have a sack either. But I thought he was getting pressure early on. And there was a – can you t- – I, I, you know, I didn't see it live. You saw on replay. I did, I did the not replay. see it live.
1: I watched the replay yesterday. And, uh, you know, Fox, as uh, many of the fans know, Fox cameras caught uh, Bennett. They, he got a pressure on Ryan Fitzpatrick, got up, got ready to go back to the huddle, and was told he was out of the game. And he kind of trotted back to the – And it wasn't a huge blow-up or anything like that, but he kind of trotted back to the sideline and kind of raised his palms at one point like, what? And Chris Wilson, the defensive line coach, talked to him when he got to the sideline, kind of patted him on the back, you know, reassured him. But this is not, and you've written about this, Jeff, this is not what Michael Bennett, uh, this was not what his career has been up to this point. He's a guy who's played a humongous percentage of the Seattle mm-hmm. Seahawks snaps since he's been in Seattle, yep. when he was in Seattle. Uh, he knew he was going to be part of rotation here. I don't think he ever really said, boy, this that's just wonderful. I'll be real happy doing that. And, you know, for me, as, a, as an observer, being part of rotation is one thing if you're going like series to series and trying to keep guys fresh. Taking a guy out who just feels like he's getting somewhere in terms of getting pressure, taking him out the next snap... I don't know about that, and I especially when the guy ahead idea. of
0: you isn't getting any pressure. Yes, I've
2: I i, I do not know early. because yeah, it's, it's early. It's, yeah. it's early, and I, I know Chris Long and Michael Bennett might be different guys, but I heard Chris Long last year talk about the benefit it had on his season, on his pass rush, the right. fact that there was this rotation. I look at it more; they lost the game, and I'm curious yeah. if if they're six and one, is Michael Bennett is is there going to be a, a Michael Bennett issue? That's what I don't but know. But that's what
0: happens. You don't you don't hear it when you're That's my you, point. So exactly. So they're the all winning will solve everything. Yeah, so like, certainly.
2: Like last year at Jimmy this time John. last year at, at at this time, the big story was LeGarrette Blunt's carries. Now LeGarrette Blunt didn't come out and, mm-hmm. and, and voice displeasure in it, but that was a big issue after the Kansas City game. He didn't right. have a
1: carry. And then and they didn't in, run the ball nearly. And, but yeah.
0: Blunt stood there in front of the microphones and said, "I don't have an issue about it. I'll do whatever yeah. it is." And Michael Which is not should what be Michael noted. Is doing. It should be noted. It's not what he declined, is doing. declined to talk to reporters today yeah. and says he's done talking to the media.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very different. You're right. Yeah, I mean, we'll uh, this, see. We'll, this is we'll different. See.
0: And, and Michael Bennett, when I when I first approached him about that topic, you know, was, he was asked about it at his initial press conference, and he kind of said, no, I'm here to, you know, whatever, as you'd expect him to say yeah. after being traded to the Eagles. But in the beginning of training camp, he said, no, I want to start. Now, that's what you'd want anyone to say, right? right? But it's a little different coming from a 33-year-old pro bowler who played 80% of the snaps in Seattle and all of a sudden is coming here being expected to play less than 50%.
2: Well, Especially so, when the guy
0: ahead of him isn't getting any production as a pass rusher.
2: Well, so so let me ask you this because I'm I obviously can't talk to Michael Bennett about it if he's not the one talking about it. But is it different for Michael Bennett when he sees a 22 year old Derek Barnett taking the snaps in front of him? Like if if that was Brand, I don't think he's going to be upset that Brandon Graham's taking the snaps. But if if you're a ten-year veteran who's who's been in the Pro that's Bowl. A good point. Maybe you feel like you should be ahead of the twenty-two-year-old second-year player saying. who's not a starter, right? And he's yeah, not exactly. Right. So it's but it's, he's, he's no dummy. He's a first-round pick, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, but there are opportunities to
0: to move Michael inside and give get him, you know, yeah, his, snaps, him, yeah. him his snaps. Get him get him snaps there. I mean, he's and, a very and that's good. What inside on, uh, and that's and what he's he doing on and that's what he has been doing.
2: Down. Right. I think one of the issues last week was, and I, I didn't phrase this question well to Jim Schwartz, but. I mean, they were down 27-7 to seven in the third quarter of the game. Uh, your defense changes in, the, in, in, in that situation. And the
0: offense changes it, they're playing against. They're going to ex- run the ball
2: more. Exactly. They were ahead last year, I believe, on 61% of their defensive snaps. When you're in that situation, you're in pass rush mode. You make teams one-dimensional. We wrote about this before the Vikings game. The Eagles had the number one rush defense, but it wasn't yards per carry. It was because teams stopped running because the Eagles were ahead. And that's when you get after them. Haloti Nada was on the field so much last week because the Eagles had to worry about Tampa Bay running the ball in the second yeah, half.
0: Yeah, Well, that was part of it, yeah. Um, yeah, they couldn't pin their ears back. And Jim made a good point in saying that uh, I think there were only 56 snaps. So there weren't mm-hmm. a lot of snaps to go around anyway. But this isn't going to change. This is the way it's going to – unless someone gets hurt. You're not going to all of a sudden give Brandon Graham fewer snaps. You're not going to give – Chris. I guess maybe Chris Long could, could suffer – and Barnett's your first-round pick in a yeah. second season. You're not going to give him fewer snaps. You can give Bennett some snaps
1: inside. Exactly. It has to be it, in the pass rush. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then
0: what you're doing, I mean, but, I mean you still have to – You still have. there's other guys on that you can't take Fletcher Cox off the field. What happens right. when Tim Jernigan comes back? Does he not all of a sudden rush on third downs? Who? So, Tim Jernigan. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a fair point. Is he, <laughs> is he ever going to come yeah. back? Yeah. Has anybody seen him? Yeah, is he ever sure. going to come back? Look, I don't think this is a big deal right now, but I certainly think it's something to talk about. And it's I agree. Certainly to discuss, yes. and certainly something to monitor moving forward. Jim Schwartz did talk about other topics today, and I think one of the big things with fans, and I, and I think maybe it's a little overblown, is Jalen Mills now all of a sudden to become enemy number one.
1: There's always a corner
0: who's. Enemy. It's always a corner. It's a tough position to play in this league. The way the rules are stacked against them, you're not going to go a game with shutting down one side of the field, right? So. That being said, Mills still was targeted seven times and gave seven passes. I, you know, mm-hmm. He didn't make one play, and and he was playing off a lot. And Jim made a good point. He's a good off corner, and you don't have to play up in someone's face to stop the short routes. You don't have to play back to stop the deep routes. But his technique wasn't good, and he said that about
2: John. Yeah. But if the first play of the game is a 75-yard touchdown, it would behoove you to play off coverage, wouldn't it?
1: I think what happens there is you play off coverage and you're afraid to to use your eyes and, and okay. break in when it's time to break in. I think you're constantly thinking this is going to happen again, and you've got one foot pointed back toward your goal line. And uh, I just think it was an awful day. I think Tampa's weapons were as good as passing game weapons as the Eagles are going to see this season. Yeah. And you're at Tampa stadium, and your pass rush isn't getting home. And you have a veteran quarterback who right now is playing the best of his life, you know, who's he's never been a terrible quarterback. He's never been a career backup. He's been a starting quarterback for bad teams mm-hmm. his whole career. And he bounces around because the teams are always awful. But you give him these weapons in his home stadium, you know, when he's really feeling confident and he's a very, very good quarterback. And I think they just got uh, you know, it wasn't their day. No, it's yeah. so Evan's and Deshaun, you gotta give credit. My thing was like
0: you're playing off in certain situations when it's third and eleven.
1: Yes. And yes. Or even third I, and four I, and you're giving a ten yard cushion. Well, yeah, yeah.
0: Exactly. So he was giving too much I mean, I get Deshaun can beat you over the top, but in that situation late like in the game, they're not they're not trying that's to be score a deep though, touchdown. Right? I mean you can't you'll take it. Right. But you know, they're gonna the be short.
1: Jalen isn't doing that on his own. Deshaun
0: <laughs> ridiculously yeah. stepped out of bounds well, and helped the team yeah. out, but
2: I don't want to be Jalen Mills' press agent here. You know, I mean he's he, no, he can speak for himself. I, I so, always stick for yes, Mills. But but he was I mean, first off, one week before the Eagles held the Falcons to twelve points. Right, right. They and won the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl with, with, with Jalen Mills as the starting cornerback last year for I believe fifteen or sixteen regular season games mm-hmm. and then three playoff games. Uh I don't think he's gonna be a pro bowler in this league, but he's a good starting cornerback. What I'm curious to see is at some point, yes. do they play more in the slot that's the more interesting and Sidney Jones yeah. on the outside? The Cindy
0: Jones eventually right. move outside and they put Mills in the slot when they go nickel.
2: But I don't bench Jalen Mills. That's what uh, I'm no, saying. No, yeah. no, 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 no. And I've been asked that question. That's no. why I... And, here's,
0: and he, the reason why you bench a guy like that is if he loses his confidence.
1: Right. And, and is Jalen Mills yeah. ever going to lose his confidence,
0: oh, no. he could give up a 1,000 yeah, exactly. uh, yards in a game and he's not going to lose right. his confidence. um. Uh, Jim was very hard on his team. I thought um, his unit in terms of like their technique, and which the I like. That's what Yeah, he think he loves And, and he think threw himself in there. Absolutely, he threw himself in there. Right. I don't. I mean, I don't understand why he blamed the blitz on the first play.
2: No, that was
1: I, that I he was just doesn't lead. like the blitz. Yeah. And but I think his point if, was that yeah. Ronald Darby's
0: blitz was lame. And maybe yeah. he thought he. I don't think he was getting home, right. even if he was coming a hundred.
2: I think he wanted there. to put the the kind of the the cherry out there that hey you you shouldn't always blitz because this cause this can happen on the blitz. Right, like right. even though the blitz wasn't related to well, it, say they
0: tell tell their listeners the anecdote he gave. He comes walking out before he's oh, oh yeah yeah, <laughs> fans,
2: fans are screaming hey Jim blitz 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 yeah. Did I
0: ever tell you a story about the one I talked to a little bit of one of the Super Bowls of Buddy Ryan. And his funny thing was like back when he was the defensive mm-hmm. coordinator for the Eagles and Buddy was the head coach, he's like Buddy would never say anything to me except on first down he'd say blitz him, just blitz him. He every first down he wanted me to blitz
2: him. <laughs> yeah, it's it's and and he's he said it time and time again. When you rely on on the blitz, a that doesn't say much on your about your four man pass rush, and b you're going to be exposed in other areas. I think
0: I figured out why Philly fans love
2: Buddy Ryan.
1: Oh yeah, aggressive. blitz. blitzed. Yeah. yeah. They, they want you to
0: blitz. But they think you're going to sack, get sacked if
1: so you blitz. Jim in the blitz is kind of like Andy Reid in the run. Andy would, if he had a game where they had four or five runs early and they didn't get anywhere, they would never run again. Because <laughs> to Andy, this proved that running the ball was a bad idea. And I think Jim's kind of like that with the blitz. You know, 75 yard touchdown. There was a blitz, oh, yeah. right? Right. right. Yeah. See what happens when you blitz, yeah. well, even no.
2: though it wasn't Darby's guy. And, <laughs> right. like a, you, you know, and yeah. even
0: though you're blitzing corner, which you yeah. never do, right. you're blitzing Don Ronald Darby. Yeah. Is Ronald Darby going to get pressure? I mean, I, yeah. I, I, you know, like I mean, that, that's on you, Jim. You know, that, that yeah. wasn't the blitz. Yeah. You know, blitz Jordan Hicks who had a sack uh, off a of blitz the other day. Right. The other day.
2: Yeah, Malcolm Jenkins took responsibility for that touchdown, and and, and that was a big part of it, and. Um, I don't think they're going to give up 75 touchdowns. I don't think they're going to give up 75-yard touchdowns every week, much less two of them. Two of them. Well, they only gave up two plays longer than 75 yards
0: all of last season. I think the, each of them came in the first four weeks. Zach Berman, yeah. can you can you tell our listeners which ones they are? I know I'm putting you on the stuff. Last spot. year? Last year. There are two plays.
2: The early. Giants game. Yes. There was the there was the big game, the Giants game. And who got uh, the cheese there? Who bit the cheat? Was that hey, Chris right? Marigos? Oh yes, okay. Rodney got hurt against Kansas City, right? And Marigos was in, all right. Um, and then was there a big one in the Chargers game? Wasn't yes, there? Yeah. Yes. Tyrell Williams, am I right? You're insane. Yes. Was that right? Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. So there's two. Yeah. All right. Well,
0: that's it for the Birds Eye View podcast. Um, all right, 23 minutes. That's pretty good. We'll give you guys enough. And thanks, Les, for joining us. Uh oh, us be such joining a us pleasure. Throughout the se- throughout the season, we'll have Paul Domowicz as well join us. And I'll give you guys a little more of a uh, the full uh, the full power of the uh, the Inquiry Daily News Eagles coverage. So that's it for Zach Berman, Les Bone. I'm Jeff McClain. We'll talk to you in a few days. Looking ahead to the Eagles Colts game.